This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We, we have a very, very big discussion. I want to just start off with the question, why did Yitzchak, why did Yitzchak want to give the bracha to Esav? You ever hear this question before? Why did Yitzchak want to give the bracha to Esav? I'm going to tell you the bracha to Esav. Who do you have the Lishmat? Listen to what he says. Again, he had a question. Today we're discussing why did Yitzchak want to give the brachot to Esau? Solid question? Solid question. Beautiful question. Beautiful question. Why does he want to give the Don't give the Esau! And second question is like this. The second question is, if you read the Pesukim, it says... Before Yitzchak was giving Yitzchak the bracha, it says, "Vayiki zaken Yitzchak v'ichrat Yitzchak b'no agadol." He called his uh, his oldest son, and that's also a question, right? Yitzchak b'no agadol. Just say Yitzchak b'no agadol. We know he's he's, he's older than than Yitzchak. You look at the whole parasha, by the way. Look at the whole parasha. Everything's b'ni hakatan, b'ni agadol. Yaakov is b'ni hakatan. Esav is b'ni agadol. Look at look look. You'll go through. You'll see a lot of times the, we know Yaakov is the younger one. We know Esav is the older one. Like why do you keep on saying it again? Look at the parasha toldot. You'll see it again and again. But the, anyway, besides the point, it says Yitzchak tells Esav, right? Aseli matamim, make me some good goodies. Kasher hafti like I like. This is what the pasuk says. Make me something nice, the guy. Veveli and give it to me. Vaachla and let me eat it. Baavur tavrecha nafshim beter amamud. I'm giving you berakha. What's going on over here? This needs a big question. What's going on over here? The Torah is not writing anything extra. And why is it so important for Yitzchak to have a good meal? Right? Usually it's completely. We, we, we completely don't say this. You know, usually we say, uh, you know, the, 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 right now we're, we're speaking this out and we're saying in the Pasuk, what is it saying? It's saying, by the way, get me the things, get me the food that I like. Get me this because I like. Get me this. What's going on? There's a very big depth to this, to this, to this Pasuk. Again, what does it say? It says, Asali Matamim. Ishaq is saying, make me Matamim, make me. Imagine I come to say, oh, make me a barbecue. I like your apple No, I want the best ball. I'm going to give you berakha after. Rabbi? You know? What's going on? What's this over here? Like I like, the eat it. What's going on? So I'm going to give you the answer. You ready? So two questions. Why did Ishaq want to give the berakha to Esav? And why is the psukim emphasizing how Ishaq is telling Esav, I like this food and I like that food and make sure you get me this food and that food. Like, like we're talking about Yitzhak, you know? And he's, not, he's not asking for a Gemara, he's asking like, there's very important, there's a point detail over here. This is Rashmol Bermab's question. And now, to answer this, we have to go back a little bit in time to Abraham Avinu. Abraham Avinu, we know, that he did and it says that he got three cows, why three cows? Three guests. But well, each guest is going to get a cow. He had three guests. Each one's gonna get a get a get a get a get a get a, get a cow. No, but he wanted to get the best piece of the meat. What's the best piece of the meat? That's the tongue. So therefore, there's only one tongue and one cow. And there's three people. He took a cut. He he checked. You know how hard it is to go and get a cow. We're not talking about now. Back back in the day, imagine if I mean, had to go 
get a cow, and he cut it, and he, and he sold it, and he checked it, and he did everything like that. And then he got the tongue, and he gave it to the tongue, and he had to make a barbecue on each one. Like, what's going on? So the question that, 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 that we're going to discuss is, how did Abraham Avinu know what's the best part of the meat? Is it in the Beit Midrash all day learning? Chesed all day? How does Abraham... And it says, by the way, he dipped it in Hardal. He knew which sauce to dip it in. He knew the mustard. He knew the best piece of meat. Imagine you go to the rabbi, and the rabbi comes over and he tells you, by the way, I know this, this is the best type of meat that is out there. This, that. Oh, you want a scotch? I know the best guy. I know the whiskey. I know the tequila. Oh, this, this is the number one bottle. Rabbi, we're supposed to tell you, you're not supposed to tell us. Now you're telling us everything. By the way, you want to get the best dessert? I'll tell you, this place is the best desserts. How do you know, Rabbi? You're supposed to be learning. All of a sudden, now you know, all the gashmias, all the, all the physical, you know, every... What's going on? What is going on? How does Abraham Avinu know what's the best piece of meat? I remember one time someone was telling me, yeah, Rabbi, they came up with a new thing. Wagyu meat, they, 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 they massage the cow and they age it and they this and they that. They go, oh, wild thing. Age, and they, how do you know? They, they, oh, whole thing. Marinated in this and marinated in that and went to this, went to that. So we have a question over here. How does Abraham Avinu know what type of meat is the best meat? Yeah! That's the question. How do you know it's the best thing? You know what the answer is? You know because you know. That's the answer. Because you know, when you have a mitzvah, you have to figure out how to do the mitzvah in the best possible way. Now what does that mean? You have to do the mitzvah in the best possible way. What does that mean? It means if you are inviting guests to your house, you have to figure it out what is the best meat that I can serve my guests. What is the best wine out there? I have, you know what is? It's greater than, 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 than the receiving of the Shekhinah from Abraham. The Shekhinah was with him and he went and, uh, and he went to go, visit, go, go take care of the guests. You know the question is on that? How did Abraham know? How did Abraham know? Okay, we know because Abraham did it. Because Abraham, the guests were there. Hashem was there and he went to take care of the guests. But how did Abraham know that that's what he's supposed to do? You know what the answer is? Very simple. The answer is, Abraham had an automatic... You know how sometimes you have a craving for something? You have a craving, I need some sugar, I need candy, I need a piece of meat, I need a coffee, I need this. You know, sometimes you have a craving, you know? I need, I, need, I need ice cream, I need this. You have a craving. You know, I need a nice shawarma sandwich, the hummus, you know, the whole night. You have a craving. Avraham Avinu, his body knew automatically when there was a mitzvah, it was magnetic. So he was sitting with Hashem, and then his body is like moving. It's a, it has a craving to do the achnasat ochim. What's going on? Must be that the mitzvah takes precedence right now, and that's what he went. He went to go do that. But the question again is, how did he know the best the best sauce to put the meat is the chardal? This, this mustard seed sauce, special sauce. How do you know that? The answer is very simple. He found out. Not that he was involved with food. He found out. Right now I have a mitzvah. My mitzvah is to feed my guests the best of the best. Let me find out what's the best wine out there. You go to the wine store. You don't just buy any wine. Now I have guests. Let me tell you, I have a very hashuv guy coming to my house. He's, he's this, he's that. Tell me, what wine do you have? Give me a selection of three. Now your guest comes. Well, what is this? Wow, you gave all this? Wow. You choose which one you like. 
I have sweet, I have semi-dry, I have dry, I have Cabernet, I have Merlot, I have Pinot Noir, I have... Wow! This is, this is, I feel, feel honored! I feel great! How do you know all these wines? You're a wine drinker? I'm not a wine drinker. But how do you know all the wines? I didn't know. But since I have guests, I have a mitzvah, I have to figure it out. What is the greatest that I could provide? It's the same thing, Shabbat. Come Shabbat food. Comes Yom Tov, Shabbat. It's your, it's your obligation to find out what's the best of the best. Where can I buy the best maza from? Where can I make the best maza? Where can I buy the best flowers from? For Shabbat. Where can I buy the best wine? Where can I buy the best this? Where can I buy the best dessert? Where can I get the best cake? Or, or your wife cook, whatever bake, whatever she has to bake. But I'm just saying, you get my point. You have to figure out where, where's the most tastiest meat that I can get the most, of course, the best kashrut. The best kashrut and the best tastiest meat. Where's the best dips? Where do they have the best dips? And then that, that's how you do it. But you can't say, oh, I didn't know. That's not an excuse. You didn't know. Figure it out. If you really care about something so much, you will figure it out. That's Abraham. Abraham didn't know anything about food. He didn't know anything about tongue. He didn't know anything about mustard. But now, once he has serving guests, he, he went to go figure it out. He goes to people, which is the best? Oh, this, this, this. Abraham, t- I never tasted it in my life. How do you know this is the best? This is what the word on the street is. But why don't you taste it? Because I'm not, I'm not eating for me. I'm eating, uh, I'm, 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 the reason why I'm knowing it is for you. So I could serve you. It's my hana'a. And it's the same way when, when, when you add us, and, and vice versa, when you add somebody's house, and now you're eating his food, and you're like, wow, this these, these, these taste is amazing. This is amazing. You compliment them, and you, and, and, you, and you tell them, you know, I, but what do you mean? Gosh, I'm not going to eat the, no, no. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you into, into your food? No, I'm not into my food. I'm into, I'm into the mitzvah of complimenting you. When your wife makes you something so good, you're like, what? This is very good. Compliment your wife. Oh, what, you're into food, you're into food now? You, you like this? No, I'm not into food. I'm into, I'm into showing my gratitude and saying thank you. That's what it's all about. That's what you're here for. I'm in, I'm in for that. That's what I'm in for. That's what I'm in for. Oh, you like, you're into food? No. And that's what it is. You say thank you. You appreciate You be appreciative for it. That's what it is. Now that we know that, let's go and try to start answering. Right? Let's go and try to answer. And that is our first question. What was our first question? Why, why does the Torah go out of its way to say specifically, Yitzchak was telling Yisav to get me the best food and this, that. Why? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because Yitzchak is about to give the beracha to Yisav. When you're giving a beracha to somebody, if you really want to give a beracha to somebody, a real, you got to give it with all your power. A real beracha is with all your koach, with all your strength, with all your power, with all your, with all your, your, your in it. How do I know that? We say every time they go up, they are blessing B'nai Yisrael. But they add one word at the end of the beracha. Be'ahava. Who cares? Bless Bnei Yisrael. Who cares how? Be'ahava, be'ira'ah, be'ira'ah. Who cares? Levarechat amo Yisrael. I'm going, Hashem, thank you for giving me the opportunity and giving me the beracha to bless Bnei Yisrael. Who cares if it's be'ahava or not be'ahava? The answer is no. 
If you're giving a bracha, you give it out of love. You give it out of, out of your, whole, your whole guts. You give it out of your whole koach. You know, Friday night, you know, sometimes you get a bracha from your parents or, you, or you're the parent, you're giving a bracha to your children. You give the bracha, even though it's, it's going to be a kid and the child's going to run around. It's a child. What do you want from the kid? No, I'm giving a bracha. Wait, wait. They're not going to wait. The kid is not going to wait. He's four, five years old. He can't, he can't sit down for, for, three, for three seconds. He's not going to wait for you, your bracha, like this. But, if as a father, as a parent, you're giving a bracha to your children, even though they're not, they're not, they're there, but they're running around. Oh, you're running around, I'm not giving you barakah. There's no respect over here, you're not giving, you're not giving you barakah. No! You're going to give the barakah the right way. With love, with all your koyach, with all the koyach, with all your strength. That's the way you give a barakah. That's a real barakah. Now, Yaasak knows Esav's situation. And now Yitzhak, what does he do? Yitzhak says... I need to give the bracha the best possible way to Esav. How am I going to do that? I got it. If he gives me something that's so good, and I taste it, and it's so good, I'm going to love him more, and because of that I owe him a, a gratitude, I owe him a thank you, and since I got the best food that he could get me, and he was matriach, and he went hard to go get it, and I tasted it, it's like, wow, so now I'm going to give a now I'm going to give the bracha even better. Not that Yitzhak wanted to eat a, a nice meal. Well, you, you learn this person. Oh, he wanted he wanted food. Oh, you see, he's approved. You got to go have a festa meal. No, 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 no. The reason why he wanted to have a good meal is so now it opens up his appetite to give his son a bigger bracha. Because Yitzhak, like we said, Abraham Avinu had to figure out how's the best Aknasat Ochim. How did he do that? He figured it out. He started asking people, what's the best meat? So he went to figure it out. What's the best dip? He figured it out. What's the, okay, fine, here you go. How do you know? I don't know. I'm in the Beit Midrash. I figured it out. So Yitzhak now has to give the Berachat the way to Esav. He has to give the Berachat the best possible way. How is he going to go give the Berachat the best possible way? Very simple. How? He tells his son, get me the best meal. Alright, not for me. But now that you got me the best meal, I feel indebted. Wow, what a meal, my son. You, you could have got me anything. You could have got me this. You got me, but you went ahead and you sauteed the meat and you did this and you barbecued it and you did this and you aged it and you did this. And wow, my, my goodness, fantastic. You're going to taste that with that meat. It's flavorful. Oh my goodness, wow. Then how are you going to give the bracha? With more kavanah. With more strength. Because that's why he's supposed to give a bracha. Ba'ahava. With love. You give your child, you bless your kid. With love. With your full kawach. Give it to him. You should be blessed and this and that and that. And with your full kawach. No, no, no. With full kawach. With love. So Yitzchak knew that. Yitzchak understood that. He says, how am I going to do that? How? If my son gives me the best, best food. Now I taste it. I feel, I, feel, I feel grateful. I'm going to say thank you to him, and now I'm going to say thank you. Now the berachah is going to come out the best way. That's why, that's why it's not an extra word in the Torah. The Torah is telling you, no, let him do it. I'm going to tell him to do that, because now that I got it, I give him back berachah, crazy berachah. Yeah? Is he's hot cared about the food? No. He's hot cared about the berachah. He said, how am I going to give him the best berachah? The only way I'm going to give him berachah if you give him the best food, it will open up the appetite so I can give him the best paracha. You understand that? And that's what it says over here. I want to show it to you. It says, Yitzchak says, 
He knows Esav. And therefore what? He wanted a blessing with his full koach. And therefore Yitzchak tells him, get this, get that, that. So therefore he could feel that feeling and give him the best paracha. Good? Good. But now we're up to the second question that we had. What? Second one is what? Why did Yaakov, Yitzchak, want to give the beracha to Esau? Why? So the answer that Orachim Kedush says, he says, this is Orachim Kedush. He writes, Shechashav Yitzchak sha'ayideha brachot yativ Esav et derachav. He says, if I give my son the brachot, what's going to happen? He's going to come back with Teshuvah. He's going to come back with Teshuvah. It's a very good answer. Yitzchak says, wait, I want my son to be the best of the best. You know what? I'm going to show him Beracha. Once I give him Beracha, he's going to what? He's going to come back Teshuvah. But there's one problem. You know what the problem is? Look at the Beracha. There's no Musad in the Beracha. There's no like, oh, you learned Torah, this, that, that. No, no, no. What was the Beracha? It was all physical things. You should be wealthy, you should be all these different types of brachot. Go look at the brachot. It has nothing to do with go sit and learn. So what's going on? If the whole purpose was of the bracha, to give him back betuvah, so now what's going on? You're giving him the bracha, but where's, where's, the, where's the, 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 the shamble? Where's the rebuke? Where's the, the, the hello, come back to the derek, let's go and slap him, let's go. Nothing. The bracha is, he should have said, if you come back, then you get this, you know, you get gehinam. He didn't say nothing like that. He didn't say that. He's giving you a bracha, and has nothing to do with the torachot. It has nothing to do with what? With the torachot. Where's the, where's the, where's the shame? Where's the rebuke? What's going on? Solid question, no? <laughs> it's all physical. You should have this, and you should have that. Okay, but tell me, go to the basement, go to the, do something. Nothing. Just... Physical bracha. You should have everything that you need, my dear son. You should have a lot of parnasah, you should have a lot of bari'ud, you should have a long life. But I thought you tell me, the, according to Rahim HaKadosh, Yitzchak wanted to give the bracha to Esav, so Esav will come back on the derech of the Torah Mitzvot. How with that bracha is he coming back with the derech of the Torah Mitzvot? How? How? So in order to know this, you have to know something a little bit before. Why do some people, some people, why don't they come back? Some, some, some. Sometimes a person feels, you know, his life, he's so used to this living of life, he's, he's already used to it for many years, ah, throws in the towel, ah, can't be sadiq, I'll do my thing, okay, fine, I'll do my mitzvot, I'll do whatever it is, ah, be sadiq, ah. That, that, that's what happens sometimes. That's what happens. That we have to understand what, what is Monea, some people with Shuvah. And, and it says, what is it? What happens? So he says, they understand when they get a little bit older, like, this is not life. I'm doing every Avira in the book. This doesn't make sense. Every Avira, whatever Avira you're thinking of, I did a hundred, this doesn't make sense. So then come back with Shuvah. They, they even have a Lashon, like, 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 like the Petah of Gainah is not coming back. What happened? They don't come back. Why? Because they say, people say, I'm ready to use my lifestyle, stay with my lifestyle, that's it. This is who I am, this is what I'm going to be, and that's it. They give up a little bit. 
Not that they, now they know. Now they realize, you know, it's nonsense. The whole, the, everything I'm doing is shtuyot. So come back. The person feels, eh, it's late, I'm ready to have my lifestyle. You know. However, you have to know. You have to know this is the biggest, biggest mistake. Why? This is the biggest mistake. Because you don't realize how great of a potential you are. You don't realize how a snap of a finger, and I mean it seriously, a snap of a finger, a person can come back on it on the deck so so strongly that he could he could get to the highest heights. The highest heights where you can't even imagine that you would ever be in a million years. That's the truth. You could get the levels of wow. What do you mean, Rabbi? I'm so many years. Let me tell you something. It's just a switch. It's just a switch. It's just a just a mindset. My mindset has to be a little bit different. Just a little bit different. And what is that? What is that? I'll tell you. Listen. I'm going to tell you a story of the Havetz Chaim. There's a very famous story that the grandson of the Havetz Chaim would say over. What's the story? The story of the Havetz Chaim is that in Raden, there was a yeshiva, he had a yeshiva, and one of the guys in the yeshiva was learning, but he was not Shomer Shabbat. And the, and the people knew. But they didn't want to tell the Havetz Chaim so fast, because the, the Havetz Chaim was older, and they didn't want the Havetz Chaim to, to feel bad. You know, one of the students is not Shomer Shabbat, therefore they didn't tell him. Finally, they realized they have no other choice but to tell the Havetz Chaim, because maybe the Havetz Chaim could, 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 could change him. So they went to the Havetz Chaim and they told him, well, the Rosh Shiva, well, then you know, so-and-so is not Shomer Shabbat. We tried, couldn't, maybe you can try. Okay, let, let, let him come speak with me. He goes to the Havetz Chaim, after 45 minutes, after 45 minutes, he leaves, and they say this yeshiva guy became one of the best guys in the entire yeshiva. It says he became a Yerushalayim, he became Matmid, he became Shomer Shabbat. 45 minutes, he met with the Havetz Chaim. After 45 minutes of the Havetz Chaim, he went out a different person completely. Completely! They asked him, what did the Havetz Chaim say? You know, how do you know? You know the story? It's an amazing story. He says, I'm not ready to say. Many years later, comes over, says, okay, I'll say. Havetz Chaim already passed away, and he said, okay, you know, I'll say. He said, what, 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 what? He said, I was there for 45 minutes of the Havetz Chaim. And he didn't tell me. This is this is this is how Shmuel Bremer brings the story down. He says he didn't tell me anything. He says it. He says it in Yiddish. The exact words. Vice was zimit dir halig shabbos dir halig shabbos. I guess in uh, yeah. What's gonna be with shabbos? Shabbos the halig shabbos the holy shabbat. Forty five minutes. You know shabbat. You know shabbat. Shabbat. Wow. You know. We're Yidin, we're holy people. Shabbat is Shabbat. 
It's our special day. Shabbat is our special day. Shabbat! Our special day. You know, Shabbat. Shabbat, Shabbat. Chafetz Chaim starts crying. How could, how could we not be the best, best behaviors on Shabbat? And he starts crying. Again and again, talking about Shabbat. It says, till today, the Yeshiva Bacha says, till today I feel the tears on my, on my, on my hand of the Chafetz Chaims. It burned me till today I feel it. And every Shabbat I feel it, the Chafetz Chaim's tears on my hand. How did he come back? You know how he came back? One thing, out of love. He saw that he cared about him so much. He saw that he loved him. He saw that he, that, that he cared about me. And that's what brought him back. A lot of times people ask, how do, you be, how do you bring people back? How do you do it? What do you do? This, that, that. I'm telling you one thing. You care about the person, you love the person, he's going to come back. If you have a relative, a cousin, a brother, uh, whatever it is, you show them love. Like but real love, they feel the love from you, and they're going to come back automatically. Because they're so holy. They're, they're, you don't have to do much. They're, so, they're already holy. They're already, they're already holy. There's, there's an ashama that's inside that's already burning. All you have to do is press the button. How are you going to press the button? It's called the love button. You press the love, you show them love, you show them care, you show them, right? Alright? Boom, what happens? The guy lights up. Ah, how did he light up? How did he light up? How? Very simple. You showed him how much you love him. You showed him how care, how much you care about him. You show him that you can do it. You show him I don't give up on you. That's what you do. That's what you do. You have a guy, he's off, off, off. Comes in, who knows, tattoo, earring, bony, this, that, that, that. Come to my Shabbat table one time. Come to my Shabbat table one time. Feed him the best foods, nothing else. Don't have to say nothing else. Come back next week, all of a sudden, what happened? He's getting more religious. You show him the love and you show him the care. You don't tell him anything. Let me tell you. Yitzchak wanted to tell Esav, you're still my son. I know exactly what you're doing. I know! But you're still my son. I'm going to give you the barachot. That's what, that, that's, what he wanted, that's what he wanted his son to know. He wanted his son to know that I love you so much. My dear son, I'm ready to give you all the barachot. I'm ready to give it to you. Not only am I ready to give you all the barachot, I'm going to give you with love. And with my old koach and my old strength. That's what I'm ready and that's exactly what was Yitzchak's intention. That's what he's saying over here. What was Yitzchak's intention? Yitzchak was trying to show Esav, Shehu, this is what he writes. I, es, right? He says, Esav wants to make sure that Esav knows that you're my son. A lot of times, sometimes a son's all off. What are you going to do? You know, ex, you're my son. Let's go. What can we do? Daddy, can I come to the Shabbat table uh, like that? You're my son. You could. You could. One time, Roshul Mazam Orbach, there was a question that came to Roshul Mazam Orbach. And there was a son. He was getting religious. His father was religious. And he was really not religious. And, uh, and, and he asked, he was, he, was, he was doing something very bad, his father, whatever. And... Uh, and he asked, Kvodarav, do I, do I have to respect my father? 
The rabbi got very upset at the question. The rabbi, Rav Shlomo Zalman Orba, got very upset at the question. He's like, you have to respect you. That's the question? Your dad is your father. Your father is your dad. If you show him more love, he's going to come back. If you show him daddy, come on. We could do this. You're always going to be my father, dad. My, you my dad. You, you raised me. That's it. You're always my dad. Let's go, dad. Let's go. Come. Keep coming. Come to my Shabbat. You sure? But I'm coming with jeans. Understand? I love you, dad. I love you. You know why Yitzchak Avinu wanted to give the brachot? So, like the Rahim Agadur says, that Esav will come back. But you have a question, but he doesn't mention anything about religion right now, at this moment. At this moment, he doesn't really mention it. He's just giving bracha. Because he wants to show his son, you're still my son. And I want you back. And I want you to come back. I want to show you that I love you just because I love you. You love me that? Yes, I love you. Ah, that... Now, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. I know I wasted my half my life with this, to your, this, that, that, that. But if you're still going to take me back, I'll come back. I'll come back. Yes. And this, is, this answers all the questions. This answers all the questions. We said today in the beginning of the shiur, what's with all this food? What does he need? No. He doesn't need. But Yitzchak wants to bring out the best bracha. Why does he want to give out the best bracha? Not only wants to give, he wants to give the best. Why? Because he has to do the mitzvah right. But why? Because when he gets the best bracha to Esav, automatically Vezashem will come back through that bracha. You know, people ask, how do you do Kiruv? Chavitz Chaim's way is the best way to do Kiruv. How do you bring a person back? How do you do it? Show them that you care about him. And a person really knows if you care or you don't care. Oh, Rabbi, how do I show do I care? If you really care, you care. And by the way, now our generation we're living is very, it's not so hard. It's not so hard to bring people back. There's so many things, there's so many learning Torah, there's so much Torah centers around, there's so much shuls, there's so much. All you gotta do is, you know, show love, do a little bit, this, that, and you'll see automatic. You'll see automatic. People, people want. People want. But what? No. Learn from Yitzhak. Learn from, learn from Yitzhak. How did he do it? He showed his son love. He showed his son love. I, I want to give you the bracha, but I just want to do with religion. You're right. I just want to show you love. This is a very important lesson that we have to have in our life. Very important lesson. Because when you show somebody that you care about them, when you show somebody you love about them, that connection will be stronger than any other, any other musar. Any other uh, rebuke. Any other uh, telling off, that, that's the strongest. Havetz Haim just showed him love. That's what he did. Looked at the good in the person, saw the person, believed in the person, and gave him love. I'll just end off with this. One time Havetz Haim saw a person, in a, there was one time a person, in the, I forgot what it was, communist, and, and they said, this guy, Rabbi, you don't want to get close to this guy. Who was it? It was like a Russian guy. He, he, he was like, he, he was, he was he, forget it. He was totally off. He did everything in it. And he went through a lot in his life, this Russian guy. So Havetz Chaim went over to him and said, you know, everybody knew this Russian guy is like a bad guy. This, this Jew, Russian Jew. 
And Hafez uh, Chaim went over to him and says, Hi, how are you? Says, uh, Hi, my name is whatever, my name, my name is this. Says, You know, I'm jealous of you. Jealous of me? He says, Yeah, are you Jewish? He says, Yes. He says, I'm Jew- yeah, I'm Jewish. I'm jealous of you. He says, Why? He said, Because all this, I heard that you went through so much, so much this, that, 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 and you still say you're Jewish? Ah! This is a Jew! You're still claiming that you're Jewish! Ah! What did Ibn Sahim do? He saw the good in the person. He saw the good. You have to see the good in the person. If you want to bring him back, you see the good, that he can do it. You have to believe in the person. And, and when you do that, the person will, feel, will really feel that you believe in him. He'll, he'll believe in himself because you believe in him. That's the truth. That's the truth. There was one time, the Nelson Swasfogel, there was a, there was a, there was the Meshkir, he was the Yeshiva, Meshkir in the Lake Yeshiva, right? And one time they, they asked a certain thing, how do you, how do you get a certain group of people to get on a higher level of learning? How? He said, when you believe in the people that you're teaching, that they can make it to the higher level, then you can get them on a higher level of learning. You gotta believe in them. This is what the Havet Sahim said. Havet Sahim told the guy, he says, Ah, you still claim that you're Jewish? Ah! Now we're talking. He, he believed in the person. When you believe in the person, the person will come back. Hey, Yitzchak wants to show Esav, I believe in you. And that's why I'm ready to give you all the Benachot. I'm ready to give you all the Benachot. Me? How? I'm, I'm Esav, Rasha, what are you talking about? I believe in you, that you can do it. Yeah? Yeah? And by the way, ne- 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 we have more. Anybody have any questions on this, let me know. Email me, rabbipalachi at gmail.com. But, uh, but that, there's more to it. But we're going to stop it here. But yeah, this is a very important lesson. I don't want to uh, put anything else besides this, uh, this, this viewer tonight. Because a very important lesson over here. That what? Learn from his heart. Believe in people. Give them berachot with all your heart. Right? Know how to do a mitzvah the right way. He wanted to do the mitzvah. He wanted to give the best berachot. He had to figure out how to do the berachot the best way. So he had to have the best food so he could give a berachot better to Esav. And why? What's the reason why? Because he wanted to come back with tshuva. But he didn't tell him anything about Musa. He showed him love and care. He showed him that he's still my son. He showed him that he could come back. He showed him, I still believe in you and I'm ready to give you the berachot. Why? Because I believe in you. When we know that, when we do that, you'll see. You'll see a lot more people that if a person's dealing with anybody, he'll be able to bring them back. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.